I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Randy Quaid is many things. He's an Oscar-nominated, Golden Globe-winning thespian. He's everybody's favorite wacky cousin, an outlaw on the run, the second most famous Quaid brother, and a straight-up crazy person. I'm back! But this video isn't just gonna say, look, Randy Quaid, he's crazy, ha ha ha, look at him, wow, he's going crazy. Isn't that crazy? No, 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 we're going to dive deep to truly understand what makes Randy tick why he believes what he believes, and maybe find some truth in this madman's rants. The real story is about to happen. At one time, he was a budding star. He had the opportunity to become a well-respected actor, a superstar who could do anything he wanted in any genre alongside some of Hollywood's most talented actors. But then suddenly, he's not working anymore. He's gone. Where is he? I don't know. He's also a Trump supporter. And I hear that's a big no-no in Hollywood, but there's much more to it than just that. A day of reckoning is nigh! Wake up! Quaid had a successful career in Hollywood for 40 years, and then suddenly he ran away from it all and dedicated his life to exposing the dark side of that industry. The darkest of dark. I'm talking secret organization of assassins dark. And we will go deep down that rabbit hole later while also examining his professional career. Yeah, I bet you could use a cool one, huh? Now you're talking. <laughs> sometimes he's a lovable goofball, and sometimes he plays more dramatic, sinister characters. And he's great at both. Quaid has worked with some of the greatest filmmakers and actors of all time. He was the original Rain Man. He was going to be Rain Man. That's right, before it was Tom and Dustin, it was Dennis and Randy. Oh, what could have been... I don't know, that could have been good or bad. I don't, I don't know. I'm curious. And the dude has achieved iconic cultural status thanks to the Vacation franchise. Cousin Eddie is practically an official Christmas character by now. His magical holiday influence now rivals that of Rudolph and Frosty. I'm serious, this guy is a Christmas sweater. There is no greater honor. And I myself am honored to have been granted the task of finding out what the fuck happened to Randy Quaid. WTF. You, Quaid, are a certain fool syringe used to inject a certain tranquilizer into the minds of the American male human. Young Randy Quaid became interested in the art of acting while in high school during drama class. The acting bug had bit him hard, and he continued his stage studies on to college at the University of Houston. H-Town represent... Actually, I'm not from Houston, I just say that sometimes. And while he was attending the university, his teacher got him to audition for The Last Picture Show. He got the role and his debut film was a masterpiece. Not many people can say that. The first thing you're ever in is a classic. How many people can say that? Randy Quaid. He can say that. The film won Oscars and has gone down in history as one of the greats. It's got 100% on the Rotten Tomato website. It's a beautiful film and Randy Quaid fits perfectly in the ensemble cast. So I guess you can say the last picture show was Randy's first picture show. <laughs> Joke. They all did first time. That's the rule. Yeah, I did it last Easter. This was the beginning of a great professional relationship with director Peter Bogdanovich. The two would continue to work together on such classics as What's Up Doc and Paper Moon. 
Then came his Oscar-nominated performance alongside Jack Nicholson in The Last Detail. Randy's performance as a sailor awaiting punishment is extremely powerful, and he was also nominated for a Golden Globe and a BAFTA. It's hard to believe now, but in the 70s, Randy Quaid was well-respected Oscar bait. He was a major part of the artistic, groundbreaking wave of the quote-unquote new Hollywood. He was right in the middle of that cinematic renaissance. A what? A he then starred alongside Nicholson again in The Missouri Breaks with Marlon Brando. This followed with the Oscar-winning Midnight Express, where Randy had a strong supporting role in this powerful drama. It's a great film. Check it out. Watch it. Pop it in your... your... your playa. Then in 1983 came Vacation. It's probably his most iconic role, and for good reason. Randy stole the show in this National Lampoon comedy, creating a character that is the epitome of the drunk redneck cousin. But he didn't just play on stereotypes. No, 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 no. He made Cousin Eddie his own and brought a strange charm to this disgusting person. Only Randy could make Eddie lovable. And he did a great job. Classic, classic performance. It'll go down in history. <laughs> he joined the cast of Saturday Night Live in 1986 for one season. It was during SNL's infamous Robert Downey Jr. days. And I actually completely forgot that Randy was part of the cast until right now. He was alright. Funny things happened. It was okay. I've seen better skits from SNL, but I've also seen worse. But yeah, since I forgot, I guess you can say it was it was forgettable. Because I, I literally forgot. Vow of silence reimposed until next year. Wait, one more thing. Live from New York, it's Saturday night! In 1987, he was nominated for an Emmy and won the Golden Globe for his performance as Lyndon Baines Johnson, President of the United States of America in a TV movie called LBJ, The Early Years. This Texas boy was perfectly cast as this Texas president. They even look alike. He was, he was born to play LBJ. Both crazy people. He played a lawyer in Caddyshack 2. There was Out Cold with John Lithgow. He was the lead in the 1989 sci-fi comedy Martians Go Home. But then he returned to his most beloved character in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation which is probably the greatest Christmas movie ever made that isn't Die Hard. Randy really gets to shine as the world's worst cousin, and gets more screen time in this holiday classic. This film has become a, a tradition. Many people try to watch this every December, and I am one of those people. The jokes never get old, they're still hilarious. Every time his shitter gets full, I, I laugh at the shitter that is full of, of shit. Shitter was full! And Randy Quaid started out the 90s with a bang, he was in a dark comedy called Cold Dog Soup and Quick Change with Bill Murray, Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise, and for some reason they made a sequel to The Last Picture Show called Texasville. And in 1992, he starred in the TV movie Frankenstein and he played the monster. Randy brought humanity to the creature. In 1994, brought the Ron Howard film The Paper and a funny little uncredited role in Major League Two. Turn the lights out, let's get the bulldozers in here and turn this place in a parking lot. He also had a guest appearance on Ren and Stimpy, for you people who like Nickelodeon. Then Randy really found his place in the world of comedy with the film Kingpin. He played an Amish bowler. It is one of the finest comedic performances ever put onto film. Celluloid. And it's from the director of Green Book. Ish. Ish. Pull it over, pull it over. But 1996, Anno Domini, was the greatest year ever for Randy. Not only did he have the hit comedy, Kingpin, 
but he also had the mega blockbuster Independence Day. Randy is great as the drunken, crazy pilot who saves the world. Spoiler alert. And I know many people say many things about Independence Day that aren't exactly positive. It's, it's not perfect cinema, no. But I still remember walking out of the theater as a little kid in complete amazement at its cinematic magic. So, so I don't care. Say whatever you want. ID4 will always be a great film in my eyes. And it made us see Randy for who he really is. A hero with a heart of gold. I love this movie and I love Randy's performance. Oh, and by the way, thanks for saving the world, Randy. Really nice of you to sacrifice yourself for, for me and my fellow Earthlings. I picked a hell of a day to quit drinking. Then it was time to bring back Cousin Eddie again. This time he joins the Griswolds on a Vegas vacation. It's not the best of the franchise, but it's still full of Cousin Eddie shenanigans, which are always hilarious, like this one. Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, my God! Oh, God! <laughs> Eddie! Oh, oh, my God! Please, please, please. <clears throat> He was in a great underrated 90s action film called Hard Rain as a sheriff with an attitude. It's an action heist film that takes place during a flood. It's pure 90s action awesomeness, and I don't know why they don't make movies like this anymore. I wish they did, but they don't. Maybe they do. They, some, somewhere, I'm sure. They're witnesses. He goofed around with cartoons in that Rocky and Bowwinkle movie, and he goofed around with teens in that Not Another Teen movie movie. He returned again to the character of Cousin Eddie in the sequel to a sequel called Christmas Vacation 2 Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Yes, this is a real film. It almost ruins the legacy of Cousin Eddie, the wonderful, wonderful legacy. Almost. But he bounced right back with the successful TV movie Elvis, which earned him a Golden Globe nomination and an Emmy nomination too for playing Elvis's manager. 2005 brought the Oscar-winning Brokeback Mountain. He had a strong supporting role playing a homophobic homophobe suffering from homophobia. It was directed by master filmmaker Ang Lee, and on set he formed a friendship with Heath Ledger. It's a good addition to Randy's filmography. Boris sure found a way to make the time pass up there. But Randy ended up suing the producers of Brokeback Mountain because he believed that they misrepresented the film to him during the pitch. Randy claims that he was tricked into working for a lower salary because he was told that the film was a low-budget art house indie flick with no prospects of making money. But it actually made a lot of money. He worked with Harold Ramis in The Ice Harvest, and in 2006 he worked with filmmaker Milos Forman in Goya's Ghost where Randy played the King of Spain. It's good to be king. 2008 brought the film Real Time. It was an indie comedy which opened the Slam Dance Film Festival. Slam, not Sun. And earned him a Vancouver Film Critics Circle Award. Sounds pretty prestigious to me. You're gonna die today. Come on. Oh! 2009 brought the film Balls Out, Gary the Tennis Coach. It was a direct-to-video movie starring Sean William Scott. Hey, what the f*** happened to him? That's another video. Randy is the kind of actor who can balance a career of doing trash and class at the same time. That makes him special. But then came the legal problems. First, Randy and his wife were arrested for skipping out on hotel bills worth tens of thousands of dollars. Randy allegedly assaulted one of the police officers during the arrest. They had warrants out for burglary, fraud, and conspiracy. He was arrested a year later for squatting in a house that he used to own. And during the arrest, his wife went crazy and started yelling, shoot me, I don't know, Here, here's some of the audio. Shoot me! Shoot me! Shoot me! Shoot me! Police said they broke into the home and completely trashed it. 
But Randy claims that the property was still his, and he was a victim of document forgery. So once again, I don't know who to believe! The Quades were very passionate about how they believed their constitutional rights were being trampled upon. Because they are Americans in America. So they fled to Canada as refugees seeking protection. Seeking protection from what, you ask? Starwhackers. What are starwhackers, you ask? People who whack stars. What do you mean by whack, you ask? Whack as in killing. We believe there are to be a malignant tumor of starwhackers in Hollywood. How many people do you know personally who have died suddenly and mysteriously in the past five years? In 2010, Randy gave a press conference to CNN, the most trusted name in news, where he announced to the world his theory about Starwhackers. It's a conspiracy about a group of people who conspire to kill and discredit famous people. And yeah, <laughs> sounds pretty crazy, right? It sounds like it could be a, some wild publicity stunt from Randy. At least that's what I thought at first, but then I, I watched his interviews closely and he seems legitimately afraid and sad. He chokes up when he mentions his deceased Hollywood friends. And yeah, I know he's an actor, but dang, he's not that good. Maybe he is. I mean, maybe he used his amazing acting powers to make the pain look real, but, but I, I honestly believe that Randy believes what he believes. He claims that people like Heath Ledger, Chris Penn, David Carradine, Brittany Murphy, and her husband were murdered. And that people like Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, and Mel Gibson are being played to get their money by some super elite, super secret underground group of powerful people. The Starwhackers don't always just kill people. They, they, they can ruin you in the, the eyes of the public. Heath Ledger, Chris Penn, David Carradine among them. I believe these actors were whacked. And he doesn't say that they're necessarily gonna like, you know, shoot him in the face or anything, but they're gonna get him out there on the streets, unable to provide for himself and starve to death. That's what he thinks, that's what he says. They compared this Hollywood hit squad to the mafia. It's full of corrupt businessmen. It's probably the Illuminati or, or lizard people or something. So he ran away from the United States to escape these star whackers, and he made a refugee claim in Canada to escape to safety because nothing bad ever happens in Canada. And Randy and his wife felt like they were in serious danger. But were they really? You decide. Okay, so do, so why have you said then that you feel that the same people who you believe uh, killed David Carradine and Heath Ledger, these star whackers, are out to kill you as well? Well, they are star whackers. Maybe this whole thing is an extremely elaborate Andy Kaufman-esque Joaquin Phoenix-like social experiment artistic expression thing. I, I don't know, it sounds like something Cousin Eddie would do. The press called him paranoid and delusional, and his lawyers would not comment on that. But you can comment on it. Is Randy Quaid a paranoid, delusional, crazy man? Comment your comment in the comments. <laughs> Quaid and his wife say that these assassins have hacked into their computers and their phones and are are constantly tracking good old Randy. He has no freedom. And of course, yes, many question the whole thing, claiming that it's just a media circus for Randy to clown around in. And others say that these incidences are examples of mental illness, which is not funny. I checked on a list of things that aren't funny, and that was one of them. And others claim that the Quades aren't actually fleeing the Star Whackers, they're just running away from their own legal problems which they have a lot. Like I said before, you decide. 
because your truth is all that matters. It is very possible that uh, Heath Ledger could have been could have been murdered or uh, David Carradine. So they stayed in Canada for five years as Hollywood fugitives. It's strange to think of Randy Quaid as being an outlaw fugitive flight risk. Life is truly stranger than fiction and Randy Quaid is a living example of that. Like think of all of his movies, all of his weird movies, none of them even compare to this weirdness. And Randy didn't make the most sane grooming choices either. He grew an out of control wild man beard. And I'm just saying, if you're trying to convince people that you're not crazy, then maybe you shouldn't look crazy. I mean, come on, Randy, you look like an elderly Howard Hughes who got stranded on an island. It's not helping your case, but I will not judge a book by its horrible beard. Then Randy discovered YouTube and started making videos, lots of videos, crazy videos of him doing crazy things. One of his most infamous videos was when he dressed up his wife as Rupert Murdoch started humping her. Uh, yeah. His videos also contain long political rants about anything and everything. And most of his videos consist of just him reading Trump tweets in a demonic voice while this MK Ultra light flashes on his freaky Wizard of Oz face. I I'm, I'm trying my best to explain these videos, but I, I think I should just let Randy show you. Russia, Russia, Russia. To the leaders of Iran. Trump derangement syndrome. Crazy Bernie. They never even saw the transcript of the call. <laughs> CNN, MSNBC, Obama. And he sings songs about his situation with the Star Whackers too, and his band Randy and the Fugitives. Rock and roll, Randy. And of course, all this craziness and legal trouble have kept him from working for about a decade. And in 2015, he was not asked to be in the Vacation reboot did not want Cousin Eddie in a vacation movie? What is that? That's, that's blasphemy. You can't do a vacation movie without Cousin Eddie. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. But he did make an appearance in a weight loss documentary called Wait, and he was hired as the announcer for Tosh.0. But I feel like Tosh.0 kind of ironically hired him as like a joke. Like, I'm working with Randy Quaid. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I don't know. So Randy has had one of the most infamous Hollywood declines ever. An Oscar-nominated movie star can easily turn into a raving lunatic who only gets like 300 views on most of his videos. Nobody's watching these. You guys should subscribe to Randy Quaid. Help him out. Watch some of his watch some of his videos. You watch him on mute if you don't want to hear it. But you know, I mean, this is cousin Eddie, you guys. This is cousin Eddie. And I'm sure half of those views are just me watching them on loop while researching this. But he hasn't slowed down, he's still doing it. He's constantly tweeting and stuff like that. Social media-ing. He talks about current events, fake news, Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump, all that stuff. And by the grace of God, may you never again darken the hallways of our sacred institutions. But like I said, Randy is an example of how things can change, how life can turn upside down. One minute, Randy Quaid is the voice of a major credit card company, and the next, he can't get a credit card. Wow. So is he a hero who's found the truth, or is he a wacko who's lost his marbles? Or maybe he's a wacko who has found the truth. Anything's possible in Hollyweird, right guys? But I don't think we should judge Randy too harshly. 
He's been through a lot. And I'm not just going to stand here and say that you or me or anyone else on this earth is more or less crazy than Randy. I mean, I don't know. Who am I to say? Who are you to say? Maybe you're the cray-cray one. Maybe I am. Maybe this whole world is crazy and Randy's the only one preaching the truth. And we just laugh at him because we scurred. We can't handle the truth. Everyone who has changed the world or who has exposed a deep, dark conspiracy was at one time considered crazy. So I don't know, I might kind of see what Randy's saying. I, I think I know where he's getting at. He gets it. He gets it. Do Americans really want an incompetent idiot for president? I am Randy Quaid, star of Independence Day, and Rupert Murdoch approves this message. And you know, throughout history, it's always been the goofy court jester who's only been allowed to speak the truth. And maybe that's what Randy is to our society. And I, I, and, and I don't think I've been brainwashed, e even though I know that's exactly what a brainwashed person would say, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally not. Is this the way America goes? Is this really our future? Wake up, you sleeping giant. And after listening to hours and hours of Randy rants over and over on loop to make this video for JoeBlow.com, like and subscribe, please. I find myself thinking, what if he's right? WTF. We are not criminals, nor are we fugitives from justice, nor are we crazy. We are simply artists and filmmakers who are being racketeered on. But let's put all that conspiracy stuff aside for now and just appreciate the great films that Randy has given us. All the laughs. Because we LOL'd all over the place because of him for decades. And even though there's another Quaid movie star out there, you, you, my friend, you are truly one of a kind. And I think the world is a little bit more interesting because you're in it. So thank you, Randy. Thank you for saving the world. Thank you for making Christmas a little funnier. And thank you for warning us about those star whackers if they do exist. And if those star whackers try anything on you, trust me, bro, I got your back. And that is what the f*** happened to Randy Quaid. God bless America.